Welcome back to the Sudesh Podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Guru Hargobind met with the Sufi saint, the Pir, Miyamir. How the people around Miyamir were confused on why a Muslim would be giving such respect to a non-Muslim. So they complained to the Emperor Shah Jahan. And we also heard then Miyamir's response, his discussion with Shah Jahan. Now chapter 21 picks up with the stories of Kola again. It's been two days since Kola met Guru Hargobind. Uh, since she got uh, whipped as well from her father and in her heart there was a massive desire to see the Guru and without seeing the Guru she was just in such pain crying out she couldn't think of a way to figure out how to see the Guru which even made it worse her mom and dad were just thinking that oh she's just laying in bed crying out because from the pain of the beating that she suffered Golan wasn't eating or drinking anything really properly she was just lying in bed there and she had a sheet covering her face. When it was getting dark one day, Golan called over her servant and explained to her her plan that she thought. She said, listen, go over there to the Pir Guru Hargobind and make a request. Say that I am too afraid to come to receive their darshan, but I legit have no other desire in my mind other than to see you. Please bless me with this. Please let me see your face, which will rejuvenate my dying body. And listen, servant, when you go over there, tell Guru Hargobind about my state, how I'm in pain, how I was whipped. And as you see me in this pain, go there and convey that to him. So the servant listening to Golan's words, which were said in such pain, the servant, when she heard those words, she, she understood the depth of her pain and she tried to comfort Gola and saying, why are you suffering like a fish out of water? Don't worry, don't be in such a hurry. You will be carried across. You will meet with Guru Hargobind. So the servant said this and then in seeing that it was dark, thought it was a good time to head out. So she went over to the encampment of Guru Hargobind down the road in the Mozang area of Lahore. And when she got there, she had an audience with the Guru. She clasped her hands together humbly in front of the Guru and then said, Listen, O Piriji, you know all. Golna is suffering so greatly. How can I even describe it? She's withering away in pain, day and night, wanting to receive your darshan, your divine sight. She, in a very distraught way, was telling me that I should come here and tell you this, that even one day is so terrible and painful to bear it without you that it seems like it's a year. She's just laying on her bed crying out. People think that she's crying out because of the beating she got, but they don't know that this pain is from a deep, hidden love for you. You may do as you like, but please let me know what to tell her. So Guru Hargobind at this point recognized the great love Golna had in her mind for the Guru and gracefully Guru Hargobind replied saying, tell her to be strong, to keep her resolve. It won't be very long now. We will be leaving from here for Amritsar tomorrow morning. So tomorrow night, I'll come by on my horse to grab you so stay up all night and wait to hear the sound of my horse approaching when you do quickly come downstairs don't be afraid of anyone no one will know that we are taking you with us and we'll meet with our army ahead down the road towards Amritsar so the servant heard this 
She was overjoyed. She came back to the house and conveyed that message to Golan, told her everything. Who was then in such a great amount of happiness and bliss. Like somebody who had been poor since birth, stumbling upon the nine treasures of the world. So Golan, then in happiness, gave her servant all the amazing jewelry that she had. And she said, oh friend, you have, you have saved my life. I will forever be your friend and in service to you. Thank you. Until the end of my days, I'll be sending you money. But now, make the preparations for whatever needs to be done to quietly sneak out at night. I'm not afraid at all because Guru Hargobind has told me everything will be fine, but go and get a suitable large rope so I can climb out of my window from the second floor to uh, the ground. So Kolna said this, the servant then went and prepared everything, got the rope. She did this in the dark of night. And during that next day, Kolna stayed in bed the entire day, giving the impression to her mom and dad that she wasn't very well. She was speaking very softly to everybody and sweetly. Everybody in the family then felt sorry for her, that her dad beat her so badly. So that next day, Guru Hargobind told Baba Buddhaji, Baba Buddhaji, listen, what else do we have to do here in Lahore? We have now separated ties with Shah Jahan, so mobilize the army and take everybody else here in the encampment with you and head towards Amritsar. Set up camp on the path whenever it gets dark. On the following day, set your camp about 10 kilometers outside of Amritsar and wait there for me. We're going to leave here tonight and we'll come quickly to meet you guys and we'll then enter Amritsar together. So Baba Buddhaji recognized the command and then began readying the troops. And the entire camp was mobilized with Baba Buddhaji leading the procession on the path towards Amritsar. So by evening time of that day, all the warriors of Guru Hargobind had left and were headed down the path towards Amritsar. The main tent of Guru Hargobind remained there, but the encampment seemed quite empty compared to before. The Tardis of Guru Hargobind were taking a late afternoon nap, which lasted about 45 minutes before they would perform in the evening. They would recite Rag for the Guru, the musical modes, Indic musical modes. And they would do this with great love for the money that they would receive after they recited it. So Guru Hargobind, he looked over at their tent. They were still there napping. It was late afternoon time, evening time. Um, Guru Hargobind then went over, called them over, said to them, Listen, tonight I want you guys to sing all night long, telling the stories of how warriors of old fought in battles. The Tadis, they heard this, they were really happy. They realized that they would get a lot of money for this, you know, an all-night session. So they began singing about the battles, the wars of old, how the warriors fought in these battles, singing their praises. Guru Hargobind was sitting in front of them, listening, and when the beat would drop, when it would, the count would go to one in the beat cycle, Guru Hargobind said, Vah, wow. And in the tent, musicians were also playing Rabab, singing loudly in Rag. Meanwhile, that very day, earlier, Ghazi, Rustam Khan, the father of Golan, he was telling Shah Jahan about his struggles and getting payment from Guru Hargobind. So he told Shah Jahan everything, saying, you know, to this day, I've not gotten any money. So if you could send your people over there, then he will be forced to pay me. Otherwise, he's just going to continue doing this and delay payment. Shah Jahan then said to him, you know, let's wait until tomorrow morning. I'll send some people over to the Guru and 
he'll give all the money. Don't worry. So the Kazi was happy that day. And when he was leaving the fort in that evening time, when Guru Hargobind was sitting there listening to the Tadis, he was walking home from that fort along the path in which he would cross the Guru's encampment. And he looked over on his way home and he saw that the encampment was pretty empty. He started to worry that, you know, maybe the Guru has taken off here without paying me. You know, I don't see any of the warriors here. Uh, you know, where is the hustle and bustle? But when he looked closer, he did hear music being played there. And he saw the main tent of Guru Hargobind. And every now and then, he would hear Guru Hargobind saying, Vah! When the beat would hit. And uh, he would hear the music being played. So he was like, okay, Guru Hargobind still there in his tent. I hear him. He's enjoying this music. So that's fine. I'll get the money tomorrow morning. So just hearing Guru Hargobind there, it calmed him down a little bit. And... Uh, he continued down that path, going home, just absorbed in his thoughts about getting his money. Guru Hargobind was still sitting there, listening to the musicians sing and rag. And on the completion, like I mentioned, of the beat cycle, again, Guru Hargobind would enthusiastically say, Wow! Vah! At one point, he got up while standing near the tent to hear the music, and he strapped on his saddle to his horse, and he got ready. And at many points that night, Guru Hargobind was so pleased with their tadis that he gave them a lot of money. He was praising them for their excellent renditions of various rags. So now it was the middle of the night and he got ready to ride out. He was wearing endless amounts of weapons when he rode out of his encampment on his fine horse. Back in the tent though, the ragis, the tadis, they continued singing as the Guru's instructions. And people would just yell out in that tent also, va, at the appropriate times, as if Guru Hargobind was sitting there. So for the people that couldn't see, because it was dark, it was the middle of the night, people that were just listening to that, they thought, you know, Guru Hargobind was still there in that tent, singing along and praising the musicians during their singing. And this continued until sunrise of the next day. So everybody around that area thought, oh, Guru Hargobind was still in his tent, enjoying that music that night. Meanwhile, though, Guru Hargobind rode out on his horse in the middle of the night towards the Qazi's house, he got close, then he stopped his horse. He was wanting to call Kola down from her room on the second floor. And that's where chapter 21 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear about Guru Hargobind and Kola's uh, meetup, how they head towards Amritsar, when they meet up with Baba Buddhaji and the rest of the army. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Manglacharan Patreon page.